Hello, and welcome to 7-Minute Opinions. I'm Damon Linker, and today I'd like to talk about how the end of the draft changed American politics. When historians of the future try to explain how the United States ended up electing Donald Trump to the presidency, they will probably point to many contributing factors. Rising economic inequality, the spread of identity politics, the role of technology in amplifying voices outside the mainstream media, all things that have led to the growth of partisanship and ideological polarization. But dig a little deeper, and these imagined historians will find a change in America's civic life that has functioned as an important but mostly ignored catalyst for some of the most pernicious tendencies in our politics. The abolition of military conscription in 1973. Well, when you enter service, ready or not, the physical training begins immediately. It's going to be rough and rugged training to toughen you up. Those of us who have come of age in the era of the all-volunteer military find the idea of a draft close to unthinkable. That we view such a requirement as unacceptable and even barbaric is a testament to the potency of two ideas. The first is the cynical notion behind Richard Nixon's drive to end the draft in the first place. Nixon promised to close down the draft as part of his campaign for president in 1968. He hoped that it would stop the anti-Vietnam War protests, eliminate the threat of conscription, he thought, and young people would stop caring about the war. But once in office, Nixon was slow to enact that campaign promise. And in 1969, the draft was opened once again, as this CBS News clip details. Good evening. It was 29 years ago that the April first and most famous lottery number, 158, was drawn as the United August States entered 3rd. World War II. Tonight, for the first time in uh, 27 years, the United August States has again 3rd. started a draft lottery. It took until 1973 for the draft to be eliminated completely. September... By then, America's combat role in Vietnam was nearly over, so Nixon's hypothesis that eliminating the threat of the draft would placate the anti-war protesters never received a proper test. But it does seem that he was right. Sure, there has been opposition to the brief and largely successful Persian Gulf War, the interminable war in Afghanistan, and the disastrous Iraq War. But we've really seen no sustained, widespread expression of anti-war sentiment since the early 1970s. That's partly because the vast majority of Americans know they will never be compelled to serve in the armed forces. It's hard to get too worked up about a war if it never directly touches your life. And with less than 1% of the population serving at any one time, most Americans fall into that category. And that leads to the second idea that has been vindicated by the end of the draft, individualism. It's not for nothing that conservatives call economist Milton Friedman the father of the all-volunteer military. In the 1970s, Friedman popularized the view that military conscription is a form of slavery. Free individuals are coerced into sacrificing their freedom and sometimes their very lives for collective enterprises they often personally reject. The idea that individual freedom is and ought always to be the highest value in political life, overriding all public goods, was later endorsed by Ronald Reagan's presidential campaign. 
and he won twice at the ballot box. By that time, both parties had come around to the idea, and the reinstitution of any form of conscription for military or non-military public service was unimaginable. Offer people salaries, scholarships, and skills in return for their service, and enough individuals would make a market decision to join up and fill the ranks of the armed forces. Of course, other eras in American history have taken very different views of the relative worth of public service. Take this Korean War era PSA telling young men how to prepare for the draft. The struggle between freedom and tyranny is a serious, deadly struggle. And you, your life, will be affected by it. You also know that your part in that struggle will mean many kinds of service to the cause of freedom. The 1950s was a time that enjoyed more social cohesion than we do today. These days, a tiny fraction of the population gets habituated into an ethic of military virtues like courage, honor, and sacrifice for the common good. And the rest of us get to live our lives immersed in a world of the self-interested, or at most family-centered, pursuit of money, pleasure, and social status. That clash in moral outlook understandably fuels resentment among members of our warrior class, and they increasingly define the common good they're fighting for in terms of the values that prevail in the regions of the country from which they hail. That's to say, disproportionately southern, rural, and ideologically conservative. Nothing builds social cohesion like a call for shared sacrifice, just as nothing inspires a breakdown in social cohesion like the perception that the sacrifice is borne by only a few while the vast majority takes it for granted. So should we bring back the draft? We don't need a standing army much larger than the one that is currently filled by volunteers. But there could be a new role for draftees at home, a mandatory stint of stateside national service. These service members could contribute to infrastructure projects and other public works in those rural and urban areas that have been most neglected in the post-Reagan era of rampant individualism. It could be like a domestic branch of the Peace Corps or a greatly expanded version of the all-volunteer AmeriCorps program. Sure, it's unlikely. But it is possible if, if we begin to rein in our individualism and learn to recognize once again the considerable personal and political rewards of contributing to something bigger than ourselves. And that does it for this episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for our new podcasts every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I'm Damon Linker, and thanks so much for listening.